0: Hello there everybody, Sean Sheehan here for SureDog.com with the very first edition of The Betting Show. And every week I will be bringing you my top 5 bets for the weekend in the world of mixed martial arts. I'll be looking at the UFC, Bellator... And beyond, if there's a PFL coming up, if there's a cage wires coming up and I can get odds (laughs) and I can have a look at them and I think I see a good bet, I'll be giving it to you and I will be detailing my top five bets today and every week uh, for uh, for the foreseeable future as long as they keep me. So I will be doing that. Before I get into anything, bet responsibly is the first thing to say. And the second thing to say is I'm not a betting expert, right? I'm someone who's been covering MMA for going on 10 years now at this stage. I want to talk to it in an MMA point of view, from an MMA pan, fan point of view, not from a betting fan or a betting expert point of view. I'm looking at this as someone who has a tether in their pocket at the end of the week and said, oh, give me a couple of bets to put on and I'll do it that way. You're not going to have the, you know, I'm putting four units or a unit and a half running for me. That's not going to be this type of show. You know, I probably have betting experts saying, where's your betting review? No. That's not me. I've been doing uh, some betting shows on Severe Mayo where I've been working for the last uh, few years and things like that. And I've got on pretty well, I would say, you know, uh, probably 50-50, like, like all people betting on, on mixed martial arts. Um, but I wanted to just say that beforehand because I, I, I feel like there's uh, there maybe is a lot of that, a lot of betting. MMA is a very hard thing to bet on, you know, as well. And... Um, I, I feel like I look at some fights maybe a different way and I look at why I think they will go this way and maybe why I don't and there's some bets I will show there's one here I have as well um, where it's a long shot and I will every week, that's one thing I promise I will have, I will have a long shot every week so i not necessarily think the person is is definitely going to win this way or anything but if you have, you know, you've if- two quid in your pocket there and it's like ha ah, that's like 50 to one let's let, you know let's 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 make 30 quid let's do it so I'll have one of those as well but um yeah let's get into it. I'm talking myself down out here before I start I'm talking people out to watch it but never mind uh, let's get straight into it so, so I'm going to look at uh, Bellator 268 which goes down uh, this weekend um, I have a full preview for that up on uh, up on Sherdog.com so you can watch that there for a, a clear look at just the fights themselves with no betting or anything like that if you fancy that and in the, the UFC uh as well goes down with uh, Norma Dumont taking on Aspen Ladd in the main event uh, there. I assume this is in Vegas. Yeah, that's in, that's in Vegas at the UFC Apex, as uh, seemingly every UFC card is these days, but however. Um, so let's get straight into it. My first bet I'm looking at here, I'm going for Corey Anderson at minus 164. And this is the latest odds as I record here. So these odds obviously can change. I was actually looking at it this morning, and I think he was minus 170. So he's coming in uh, a little bit. But from looking at a couple of Corey Anderson's fight, and obviously Corey Anderson is fighting uh, is fighting Ryan Bader this weekend in the semifinal of the Bellator uh, light heavyweight tournament. Um, and watching a couple of his most recent fights from Corey Anderson's point of view and from Ryan Bader's point of view, I just feel like Corey Anderson. Is maybe fighting the way Corey Anderson should have been fighting for the last few years, and Ryan Bader is maybe starting to look a little bit old now. Ryan Bader's had some very tough matchups and a lot tougher matchups than Corey Anderson over the last while, so you're not going to look as good when you're fighting maybe a, a higher classifier like uh, Corey Anderson's last two was uh, Yashimoradov and, and Manhoof Bader, you know, fought okay. He fought uh, Machida last time out, but he also fought you know Nimkov before that, um, you know, and he's been he's been fighting you know some uh, some very very good fighters. For, for the last while but his last one I, well he fought Machida last night but that Nimkov fight I just thought he looked kind of old in that fight and I thought he looked uh, I just thought he looked a tad slower than he, he is going to look you know or that, that you would expect someone like Ryan Bader to look and you know at the age of 38 now in that division where he's been a very good athlete for a long time, I feel like maybe now is the time that he starts losing to a guy like Anderson. And if this had been a couple of years ago, I would have picked Bader probably all ends up. But I look at Anderson and I look at that fight against Yashimordov and Manhoof where he opened up a little bit more. And I feel like, uh, you know, that was, as I mentioned, that was kind of a change of him to fight that way. I feel like if he can put... How he fought, say, against the likes of Blahovich and, and others, and, you know, he ended up losing that, but he fought a slower, more kind of uh, steady pace. If he puts that steadier, more intelligent, maybe, pace that he, we've seen in, you know, fights like Glover share and stuff before that, with the little bit more of attacking and a little bit more of a rootless streak like he showed against Yasha Mordov, especially when he got on top. I think I think it could be time for him here, and I think he might be a little quicker to the punch, like Nimkov was against Bader, and I could see him winning this here. It's going to be, I think it's going to be a close enough fight, but I'm just about going for Corey Anderson uh, to to take that one. Um, so that's uh, uh let me just look again, minus one sixty four. Next one, I'm going for. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to the well, that's the, the comment event, but I'm gonna stick to the main event here in the UFC, and I'm I'm. I'm going for Norman. Dumont just to win straight up at plus 125. Now, she's a couple of different prices in a couple of different places. I'm looking here. She's plus 118, plus 110, plus 125, plus 125 at the right at the moment. Now here is the best price you will get her at. Um, and to be honest, I, I'm picking it completely off of watching a couple of far fights over the last few days. Like, I've just been very impressed with like her level of athleticism for... You know, she's she's... Uh, You know, a bigger athlete for I know she's at uh, 145, but she's bigger and she's you're it's unusual to see someone in the UFC of her size fighting maybe as athletically or with such fluency in her striking as she does. And I think someone like Aspen Ladd, who is okay, she struggles to make 135, but I don't, and uh, you know, the height difference is probably negligible here as well. Um, but I just feel like. Dumont might be a little bit a little bit bigger and stronger if if I might put it that way like stronger in the clinch and stronger in those sort of areas and when it comes to the striking I think she'll just have a little bit more pop and I feel like that little bit in every area over and and I assume this is five rounds as well let me just look at it here if it says it I, I, I think it is yeah it is five rounds I think I think that might help. Do you know what I also think might be a hindrance? Has been that is we all saw her a couple of weeks ago where she struggled badly to make weight. Now this is up ten pounds, but that uh, what happened to her body has still happened to her body, and we're only what two weeks? What is it? Two three weeks out? Not not that far anyway. Out to go five rounds like that. You know, I was I was looking at the decision. I was looking at inside the distance, but I said I would stick to just Dumont straight up. Um, I be, I believe in her skill set. You know this is a close fight absolutely and I think the line is, is just about right but I like that for just over plus money to, to take Dumont to win herself uh, like if I was making the line for this one and I think I, uh, I mentioned it on one of the shows during the week I would probably have had uh, Dumont as favourite so the fact that Aspen is favourite I think it's I think that's a good bet and I think back, back in Dumont in that one I don't think you'll go. Uh, you'll go too far wrong. And I'll run through some of the other prices on one of the be- some of the bets I'm not doing as well. Uh, for the cards as I uh as I go along. Um, my next bet here I'm going for uh Andrew Arlovsky via decision. You know anyone watching Andre Arlovsky? Uh, over the last few, uh, few years, and he's fighting, obviously, uh, Carlos Felipe, so if I just have Andrew Arlovsky's record up here, uh, and let's look at his last few wins, Chase Sherman decision, Bowser decision, Linz decision, Rotwell decision, uh, Struve decision, Albini decision, uh, Mirror decision, that's all, we're going all the way back to 2015 now, and most of the, you know, the losses in the right case had a few rear naked chokes a bunch of stuff, but, uh, Tuivasa lost by decision uh, Yashimordov yes, lost by decision a lot of split decisions as well lost by split decision a lot of Arlovsky's fights are going close and okay he's a little bit older now as well but still you know he beat Cher Sherman last time out and I feel like watching Carlos Felipe uh, just after I came out here to record this I watched his fight Uh, who did, who did he fight? he fought um the, the big guy that came off the middleweight Jake Collier Um, and Jake Collier put on put on a lot of pressure early. And by when I say pressure, I mean he, he he just threw a lot of shots and landed a lot of shots in that first round. And I think Felipe kind of struggled with it a bit. And I think against someone like Arlovsky who will jab and punch from the outside and will be first to the punch, I think he's gonna struggle big time against that. Um and if Arlovsky can do that through the first round, I think uh it will be allowed by Felipe. But I wanted to see when the kind of the turning point of this fight is. Cause Felipe is the type of guy who is a little bit of a, a slow starter at times and then he kind of turns it around, he G's himself up. If you watch that fight with Collier, he kinda came out like jumping up at <laughs> one stage saying, Okay, I'm taking over this fight now. So it could be one of those ones where it's a split decision again you know i think it's going to be a close decision but when i look at that price and i see andrei orlovsky at plus 200 to win by decision he just had if if you fancy him to win which you know i i how much you know no need to watch andrei orlovsky fights you know it's uh, uh we see him so many times but they're basically the same they're as i, as I read here now Arlovsky and him both minus 110 you you know so, one book I see here has him minus 115, and uh, another book has Felipe minus 115. It's going between who's a favorite. So I think the most likely outcome here is a decision, which is out of the heavyweight uh, in a heavyweight fight. But for Arlovsky to win it 2-1, to one, I like that. I think that's pretty good. So, the the next bet I've gone for here is uh, Henry Corrales by decision at plus uh, 185. I was going for Sajari Eubanks in a bet here, uh, but she's obviously after pulling out of her fight now. So, I had to change. She goes, last second, I'm going for Corrales. Um, and I was thinking about this fight. This is one of those fights where I think it will go to a decision Um and I think in, in the modern scoring systems, well, anyone who listens to any of my uh, podcasts or anything like that knows that I love to talk about judging. And I feel like even if Pabrushenko takes him down a couple of times, I'm not sure he'll do enough scoring work to take all of those rounds. And if Corrales, who we know has power, can land a few power shots around and kind of run around him even for the, for the rest of the round, I think he could win that fight and win two rounds or maybe even three rounds doing that. Um, I was looking at some of the other bets on that fight as well, and I think that is a standout price. You know, come closer to the fight, you might even be able to get him at, at plus two hundred. Uh, so I really like that one. I think um, I think Corrales is one of those guys where he he has had fights in the past like this, which should play into his side when we're talking about this fight, like the uh, the fight against Darian Caldwell, where at times he was a little too rushed, and at times he wasn't rushed enough, against Pravderchenko, I feel like if he can pick him off at the right times, and if he can go in and land the right shots at the right times, I, I think the, the the slight, well, not even slightly, the, the a lot more, uh, uh, you know, illuminated fighter in terms of fighting at the bigger stage, will have the advantage here, and will be able to, to take off their rounds here, so, you know, this is one of those ones. It was it was tight. It was kind of a close fight, but I do think the decision. Like, if he can establish, he's, he is longer and he is bigger as well. As I mentioned, if anyone has uh, listened to my uh, my preview over on on YouTube on Sherdog, and please do if you have it, give it a thumbs up, give it a like, and all of that as well. I I broke that fight down in detail. And like, if this goes, if this is a look a striker match, and Prabhuchenko gets no takedown, Corrales will absolutely win this fight. Look, he might knock him out. We ne- we never know. <laughs> you know, sometimes that can happen. Sometimes it doesn't. Um. So, but but I do think he has a good enough chin in the fights I've watched, and he is safe enough that he will take Corrales a little bit longer um and the, the way he kind of doesn't throw more shots he kind of pulls out of shots this is probably Trink I'm talking about now he kind of pulls out shot of shot of uh striking shots to get wrestling shots in there but I think Corrales might be a little bit too smart and if he is uh, I, I honestly I think it's it's not the toughest fight in the world for him so that's the reason I'm going for him to win that one uh and to win it by uh by decision plus uh 185. So yeah, just to recap those bets as well. My five bets for the weekend. I'm going for Corey Anderson at minus 164 uh, to beat Ryan Bader. Obviously, I'm going for Norma Dumont in the main event in the UFC at plus 125. Andrew Herlovsky via decision over Carlos Felipe at plus 200. Uh, and Henry Corrales via decision at plus 185 as well. And in my big one, my outside one, uh, Bueno Silva via submission at plus 1100, the 11-1 to one submission. i got to throw one. i got to do it every week. i got to throw one in there. So uh, best of luck with your bets this week. Hopefully uh, they all come up. If they do, we'll all be millionaires. But bet responsibly. Only bet what you can. And you know what you can bet? Bet half of that. That would be a good way to do it, or even less. And uh, you know, enjoy the fights this weekend. My name is Sean Sheehan for Shardog.com. Let's see you all next time. Good luck.